솔직히 저희 저번에 녹음했을 때 피킹 다 들렸거든요. 녹음할 때도 피킹이 돼요? Oh, you know, really good Korean. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Happy Project Podcast. My name is Becky White. We have Jay in the studio today. Hello, hello. It's good to have you in the studio, Jay, because... Yeah, usually I'm uh, you just know, ditching around. for cooler and better things to do. <laughs> Doing something else. Yeah. Yeah, I keep promising everybody. Every episode you're not here, <laughs> I'm like, guys, I promise Jay will be here next time. Yeah. And then the next episode... Sorry, Jay's not here. I promise he'll be here. I'm not even a co-host anymore. I'm just a guest, a recurring guest. (laughs) You're like the the ghost that appears in the studio. Yeah, the unwanted ghost is just like ah, he's here again. I'm here. Yeah, well, we're so glad that you're here today because we do have a special guest in the studio. Uh, First off, for our first-time listeners, uh, the Happy Project podcast is kind of where we have open, free-flowing discussion about what it's like to be mixed race or mixed culture, third culture, adoptee. And we discuss all of those aspects. And as we are here in Korea at the time, that's mostly what we're focusing on, Korea-related. But we are open to hearing all kinds of stories related to being a mixed race, mixed cultured person. And today, in the studio we do have someone to talk about their own experiences i would like to introduce our guest sungmin hello everyone so this is how sungmin and i met uh-huh. we were doing a shoot okay. and i was the model uh-huh. for this kind of commercial sure. and you were the cameraman that day exactly. you're one of the cameramen and i remember i came in and amy she was helping out on the set she goes oh this is becky and then i was like happy project happy project as i always <laughs> do talk 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 yeah. and then she's like sungmin is also half korean yeah i was like what? Yeah, the yeah. first time I was, uh, I met you guys. Yes, it was exciting because I, it's hard to find half Koreans mm. around anywhere to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when the first time I met you, I was like, oh, finally there are people like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it so, can be a surreal feeling sometimes. Yeah, it was good to have someone who has experienced the same same mm. thing. So mm. at at the back, unconsciously, you're always like, okay. Maybe we understand a little mm-hmm. better than the other people. Mm-hmm. So, like There's that. this kind of co- connection, I would mm-hmm. say. So because our listeners can't see you, mm-hmm. why don't you just explain a little bit about who you are, your background, so kind of so people can envision a little mm-hmm. bit better. Who is Song Min? Okay. I'm half Korean and half Pakistani. Mm-hmm. So because of my Pakistani blood, I have more of a brown color touch. So I cannot say pure brown. I cannot say pure white, yellowish, mm. Korean color. So in the middle, yeah, a, a tan, tan color. But you guys <laughs> usually go for the beach. I, I got it naturally. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a plus point. Personality-wise, I'm not that open at first. Mm-hmm. But with time, I can open up and mm-hmm. be friendly with people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the first look, usually people say, oh, you look scary. Or <laughs> you don't look really? like... Really? Yeah, that's true. Scary? People think that I'm... I'm not that kind of pe- person who's going to open up with them. Ah, okay. So yeah. I'm, I'm just sit like this and yeah. I don't talk true, on true. the corner. Yeah. But with time, when I talk more and more, then yeah. people come to know me. Okay, he's yeah. not that dangerous or scary. <laughs> <laughs> and now he won't shut up. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got the example. I started <laughs> talking and I was not shutting <laughs> up. Just that's exactly okay. it. Okay, that's cool. So yeah, you mentioned before and today as well that you're Korean, Pakistani, right? Mm-hmm. Where did you mostly grow up? Um, I grew up, I was born in Pakistan, mm-hmm. I grew up in Pakistan, and I studied all the way to the Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So the first time I came to Korea was 2013, mm-hmm. and I was, I think, 18 or 19 years old. Mm-hmm. The first, It was my first time to be in Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, what drew you to Korea? What made you come over here yeah. or made you uh, want to live here? First was because of my ID card. Uh-huh. They said that I should come and get my ID card because I, and then I have to apply for the military too. Wait, oh, wait, so wait. You're a Korean they, citizen. Yes, you're a Korean citizen. Korean oh, citizen. okay. Ah, there's the connection. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Are I, you dual citizen? No, actually I was born Korean citizen. Oh, so interesting. Born, how does that work? Actually? Yeah. I was Korean? in Pakistan uh-huh. when I was born. Okay, it, here's an interesting story. Yeah. I was born in Pakistan. At first, I was not announced that Am I Korean or uh-huh. am I Pakistani? Yeah, so yeah. I ha- I didn't have any, uh, what is it called? Citizenship at yes. the time. So after some time, like I, I think I was in second grade and the Korean embassy called to my mother that your kids are not Korean. Why yeah. you're not shifting your kids to be Korean? Oh. Yeah. It's way better for them. So she said, okay, why not? And <laughs> <that's> <laughs> wow, interesting. Yeah, the embassy fair. even cared yeah, enough yeah, yeah, exactly. to call yeah. you guys individually. Because in Pakistan, it's not it's not that huge community over there. Oh. It's okay. In our city, it's a huge city. Mm-hmm. But over there, you can hardly find around 50 to 60 Koreans. That's wow. all. 
my goodness. Three 50 small. To, so you could know every single exactly, thing. Exactly. Wow. So, and then, so that's comes? probably why the embassy was keeping yeah. track. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Number <right>. 54, <laughs> let's call them. Yeah, I know his mom. You uh-huh. know, like I, yeah, that's so crazy. Everyone knows each other over there. And yeah. And we grew up because my mother's Christian, so we used to go over there, Korean yeah. Korean church. Mm. Yeah. So from there, we used to know every. I got to know everyone who's who, and mm-hmm. that's all. That's funny that's that all. even no matter where you go in the world, there's always a Korean, the Korean church, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's funny so well established. I was actually talking to one of my uh, like um, someone that I work with. Yeah. And he was telling me, you know, one day he hopes to move to Canada, and he's like, "Well, you know, but it's not easy making friends, so I guess I'll have to just find a Korean church." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Seriously. Mm. Wow. Okay, but. Oh, this is so interesting. So your your mom is Korean, your yeah. dad is Pakistani, and um, so you were born and mostly raised in Pakistan, even though your citizenship is Korean. Mm-hmm. And then you were attending a Christian Korean church. Uh, yeah, actually, there, another interesting thing yeah. I have to share. My dad is Muslim. Uh-huh. Okay, and yeah. Me, my our our family and our grandparents were living together at uh-huh. the time, mm-hmm. and my grandparents, especially my grandma, she's a really strong Muslim. Uh-huh. Mm. So she used to push us, not exactly push, but try, because of, to her, Islam is better than any, mm. any other religion. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the righteous religion. So she was always trying to convince her to go to pray to the jami, go mm. to the mosque. And so that's how I studied. Every Friday I used to go to the mosque and every Sunday I used to go to church with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> so from uh-huh. there, I got to know both religions. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I practiced both religions. Yeah. Uh-huh. I went to seminars, yeah. yes. Christian seminars. Uh-huh. Plus, I stayed in mosque for 10 days, too, for, for praying. Yeah. They, they have some kind of, which is called, uh, I forgot. <laughs> it's been so long. So uh, anyways, <laughs> it was something. Very yeah. dedicated follower yeah. right here. <laughs> I forgot. So uh-huh. uh, you go there and you... You pray in a mosque and you stay in the mosque for 10 days. Mm-hmm. You are not allowed to go outside. Mm-hmm. So I experienced both things. And to be honest, at it for it's kind of hard in Pakistan to be a Christian. This is what I was wanting to talk about. This mm. is very interesting. It's, it's yeah. not that easy because sure. there was a lot of incidents where Christians were burned alive. Mm-hmm. Wow. And on the same time, Muslims were killed mm-hmm. by Christians. Mm-hmm. So it's... It's not that easy to open up to other people that you're Christian. Mm. I I think there are still a lot of my friends who who doesn't know that I'm Christian. Uh-huh. I never mentioned it to them. Yeah. I I never had the courage to mention them that right. I'm Christian. Mm. Right. In my elementary school, in middle school, in high school, and then I went to university, which was Christian university. So over there, I was able to open up. Before yeah. that, no one knows. Still, from there are some good friends who are from elementary school. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are listening, then <laughs> I'm sorry I never told you. <laughs> but I'm Christian, kind of. <laughs> coming out to the world. Right I now. know. I feel like this is his coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! That's really interesting yeah. because I always just kind of assume like yeah, coming back, coming from the states, it's always like everybody is a Christian or mm-hmm. not everybody. There's a lot of people that are Christian. Yeah. And yeah. then there's a lot of people that aren't, but mm-hmm. like it's not something that you would generally be. Uh, maybe. Uh, uh, depends. Yeah, I yeah, guess it depends, really depends on the context mm. too. But yeah, for sure, there's some groups of people that you will meet yeah. and you don't want to tell them you're a Christian. Oh, that's true. This will happen. Yeah. even yeah. in the states. Right. In in okay, our city, it's it got developed. Mm-hmm. So they, but still, they don't have that much open-minded people. Mm. If you go outside of that city, there are three major cities. After that, if you go outside you cannot even discuss about it. Mm. Uh, it's really dangerous. So you, you, you actually feel like in fear exactly. of your safety. When I was young, I felt yeah. a lot of fear. Yeah. Now, I don't want to share with most of the friends who I was with because it's been too long now. Right. Like, so, But before, yes, I was scared that I should not say these things out, mm-hmm. out loud. How about within your own family? Because your mom, well, we'll get to how your parents met too because mm. that even is so <laughs> interesting to me. But... With your mom in this the family, the nuclear family, with even your grandparents and your father, and they're all Muslim. Your mom is obviously very Christian. Mm. How was the dynamic between them? First, okay, I'll I'll be really clear. Mm-hmm. Mm, when when they got married, they moved to Pakistan. Mm. Uh, she didn't get accepted from my grandmother mm-hmm. and my dad's brother too, and they said that we don't want her something like that because mm-hmm. they have really strong feminism in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But dad was like, okay, I'm going to go back then with her. And so that's how they said, okay. <laughs> He's like, screw it. Wait, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going back. <laughs> He's so in love. Uh -huh. So they, then she accepted that, okay, I know that he's going to go away. Right. I don't want to lose him too. Oh. So they, she accepted them and they started living together. But at first, it was really hard for my mother and yeah. for my grandmother too. Yes. Because totally different languages, they don't understand a thing about each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Language plus their religion yeah. plus their food yeah. was really different. Sure. Oh, Pakistani food have really strong taste, uh, smell of meat. Mm -hmm. And my mother wasn't able to stand it out. She was really, too, I'll be honest, she was really disgusted by it because of the smell. Mm -hmm. It's really strong. Mm -hmm. And Korean food, you don't have any strong meat smell in it. Mm. It goes away after a lot of cooking. Strong meat smell just sounds so appetizing. <laughs> is, is it kind of like, hungry. it's kind of like that oily uh, smell, right? More of a... Maybe uh, lamb smell? I don't know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm, like lamb, lamb have lamb. a really strong smell, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Koreans cannot, I, I think my mother wasn't able to stand. Not used to uh, it. Yeah, uh, yes. I think that's a good term. They're, they're oh. not used to it. Yeah. So. Lamb <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'll be honest. I, I just got my brrr. And my stomach. Brrr. Lamb. And with time, mm -hmm. it was hard at first. Mm -hmm. They were not getting along at all. And But she, she was teaching she was teaching us Urdu and she was trying to learn Urdu at the mm -hmm. same time when mm -hmm. we was little. And now that's how she learned Urdu and they started to communicate with my grandmother and she started to eat food too. And at first, no one was happy. Mm -hmm. But I'm exaggerating, literally, like on her last words of my grandmother. She died, so she passed away. She said that, that my mother was one of the best women I've met in my life. Dang, so, that's so beautiful. <laughs> so wow. she, they both respected each other a lot. Yeah. So they loved each other at the end. Mm. And she used to give example to the other families that look, look that daughter-in-law I have, she's so good. Mm. <laughs> wow. So things really changed. And yeah, at, at home it was hard for her, mm. but with time things got better. Mm. My, gran my grandfather was not quite... Uh, can I say getting along with my mother too Not because as she accepting? was yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. uh, because she was going to church every Sunday yeah. uh -huh, but yeah. then at the end he was like okay go uh, when you will come back so it changed totally changed right. mm -hmm. so yeah now he's in Pakistan and my mother went back for him because he's really sick wow uh, is your father still in Pakistan no, as well no he's in Korea he's too. in Korea mm -hmm. okay so your parents met in Korea in is Japan that? they met in Japan wow <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to track all this so yeah. how did your parents meet my fun story again <laughs> <laughs> I love okay. these stories I know man. this is really great like, I wanted to cry when you told me this one about your grandmother <laughs> like she's the best woman I know he's going through these volleys of, of emotion <laughs> hungry emotional moved wow. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how, my, how did your parents meet? My mother, my my mother's sister, she's married to American. Okay. And they were in Japan. He's yeah. he. I think he was in military, and yeah. he yeah, got yeah. posted in Japan. So they moved there. My mother went there too uh -huh. to study. I think uh -huh. she was doing some diploma over there. And my dad was a youngster, and he was <laughs> <laughs> he was just traveling with his friends, yeah. bunch of friends <laughs> here and there. Uh -huh. And on the last, they were coming from I think Indonesia to they were planning to go to Japan mm. so all of the other friends there were three more their visa got rejected mm. and he got accepted mm -hmm. and he went to Japan alone <laughs> peace he just ditched peace everybody <laughs> peace boys <laughs> and he went to Japan alone uh -huh. and over there he stayed for some time mm. he he was traveling plus he started working as a uh, uh, part-time job mm -hmm. he found a part-time job he was working there and he met my mother's sister they mm -hmm. got friends uh -huh. and then that's how they got introduced to my mother mm -hmm. and they fell in love and within four months they got married wow four did, months did they get married in Japan? no he asked my grandma if I can take her and uh -huh. we can get married she said okay if she wants uh -huh. she said oh yes I love you let's go <laughs> 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 take me anywhere <laughs> And yeah, and so then they came to Pakistan. Months. Yeah, oh. after four months, they came Gosh. back to Pakistan. That's crazy. Okay, your parents are so brave. <laughs> Seriously, especially four months to like move. Look, to four a completely months different for country. any relationship yeah. is quite a short time. But to even consider, I mean, how, how was the language? Could uh, they speak each other's languages? Oh uh, no, they were talking in English. Right. Like 
broken English, but English. Yeah. yeah. So they're not even speaking the same language. Yeah. Totally different countries, totally different cultures, and totally different religions. Yeah. This is so brave, and for your mom especially to be like, yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the new country. Like, that's really incredible. And they moved to Pakistan. Uh-huh. At first, she was scared because every guy who was coming was wearing. Do you not? Do you know that shalwar kameez? No. It's no. traditional dress of. I think any Muslim country. Mm. Uh, Arab countries have it. Turkey have it. Pakistan have it. All the Muslim countries have it. So when she got there, everyone had like this big beard and mm-hmm. wearing the shalakamis. And she was like, okay, I saw this guy. And walking at, oh, I, why he's here again? And walking at, <laughs> oh my God, he's following me? <laughs> so every guy was looking sane to him, to her. <laughs> Oh man, that's oh. too good. So, good. and she was scared at first. Yeah. yeah, but then she got used to it. Has she ever talked to you about her early days in Pakistan? Yeah, she used to. She would talk she to you was, about that. She was really depressed mm. and stressed. At yeah, first. it must have been because uh, she didn't have anyone she could speak to exactly mm. in her native tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was alone. Yes, know? I can feel it. She was alone. That's. Uh, I feel like when we get older, we kind of learn how to empathize with our parents exactly, yeah. exactly. when they mm-hmm. went through those situations when they were maybe our age or you know when they were I, I'm thinking exactly about my own mom hearing your story because for her as well when my right. parents met they didn't speak the same language mm-hmm. and then my mom it was a very short period of time she moved to the states and she couldn't communicate with her mother-in-law mm-hmm. and she just had so much difficulty but I think the biggest part that stands out in these kind of cases is the loneliness you know, nobody understands yeah, me. Exactly. Nobody around me, and you just, you just have to figure it out. You know, is she happy, happier now in Pakistan? Yeah, she she likes it there. Yeah, and this time she went on her own. She said, "I want to go because my grandpa was sick." Yeah. She said, "I want to be there with him." Mm-hmm. And he's my dad's father. Yeah. yeah. So she wanted to go to take care of him. Wow. So she went there now, and she's there. Yeah. She's gonna come back in March. Isn't now. Call me ignorant because I don't know too much about this, but I thought at least um, in Muslim religion you're supposed to marry another Muslim, right? No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, you have permission. Uh-huh. You can marry anyone who believes in God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if there's someone who believes, not they don't have belief in God, mm. right. you're not allowed to marry them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but anyone, even it's is a different God is okay. No, they're like the same a, God. Okay. Like the Christians, Muslims have the same God. Right. Jewish have the same God. Yeah. Mm. Those three Just, religions, like yeah, yeah, Abra- yeah, yeah. Abrahamic. But Abrahamic? you mean like as in like one God? Yeah, they mm. all share the same God. Mm. Yeah. So anyone who believes in the same God, you can marry them. Mm. Uh, Interesting. Oh, I had no idea. I didn't that, know that yeah. either. I was because you always just all I know is like what I see on the news and stuff, and it always just seems like Christians and Muslims. Yeah. Are at There's war with yeah, each other. there seems to constantly be this tension mm, yeah. happening. Did you ever see this with uh, families outside of your family? How did they regard your family? Mm, actually, I was too little, so I don't have much memory about it mm-hmm. or yeah. any information about it. But mm-hmm. what I heard that it was the same thing. People were talking about our family. That oh my mm-hmm. god, how can a Christian be there? Yeah, but. As I grew up, I'll be honest, everything was so good. Yeah. Every family loved us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not like, well, we are stars in the family, but no, they everyone knows we are the good family, mm-hmm. nice. good person. Yeah. And they have a really good mother. Right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it came out like that. Our neighbors are pure, like typical Muslims. Yeah. And so the uncle who's next to our house, the guy used to come to me and say, If you get married, marry like a woman who like your mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> She is such a good lady. Marry someone like your mother. Not even talking about his own wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Just marry your mom. <laughs> oh, Find wow. someone like her. Your so. mom must be really a very special yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, she put a lot of effort. What year was that when she went to Pakistan? Because, I mean, for sure, it would be difficult to travel as a Korean, say, in, like, 70s or 80s. Mm, um, 87, 88? Yeah. Mm. So even at that time, I can't even imagine many Koreans would even know about too much about mm, Pakistan. Exactly. Mm. So how did her own family take it on your, your Korean side? Oh, I have no idea about no that. Clue. Yeah. Because I don't know much Korean, mm-hmm. and I never lived in Korea for long. So I'm, we are not that close. Oh, mm-hmm. We don't talk that much. Yeah. So sometimes we meet on the events and, hi, ah, how are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good. Okay, have a good day. Mm-hmm. Finish. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so you don't have too much, let's say, relational ties yeah, exactly. here yeah. in Korea. So yeah. I don't know much about that. Yeah, so what was it like? Because now this is a very interesting home right. because we have these, these uh, not conflict, but mix of religions, yeah. also with mix of cultures and mix of ethnicities, right. all going Languages, on in, religion, in one household. Yeah. Nationality. Yeah. What was that like for you growing up? Yeah, because it didn't sound like it was very negative for you no, at no. all. No, that, like, uh, people were very accepting mm-hmm. after in school. I never told anyone mm. about the religion because right. I was seriously I was really scared about the religion. Part. Right, right. And about like physically how it looked like, it was a battle at mm. first. You go outside, and people used to hoot on you and just say weird words bad words to you right and it was hard at first when yeah. i was little especially and for my mother too mm. uh, there were some cases which was pretty bad pretty bad uh, like i can say that someone's coming and touching my mother so mm. these kind of things i was right. too little i didn't have that kind of mm. memory good right. good i was not prepared to defend my mother mm. right so i was scared too when these kind of things happened and right. she was like you <laughs> dog <laughs> your mom is so tough yeah she, no, she, like she's so cool. she, she was like anyone who was like that she was not like okay she she got scared she yeah. was the opposite she yeah. started to yell come here <laughs> <laughs> come here face oh, me woman. talk to me instead of running like away yelling come over here <laughs> that would be scared I of her that. actually that's if so, it, if it to me. so great awesome. but did people uh they could tell that you aren't 100 percent Pakistani. Oh, no, 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 not at all. Some of the people get confused that uh-huh. maybe I'm from the northern side of Pakistan uh-huh. because northern side have uh, Himalayas. Mm. So people over there mm. have more sharp eyes mm-hmm. like Asians. Yeah. Right, so right, right. because of that, sometimes people were mistaken that, oh, are you from northern side? I was like, oh. Uh, so there was times I said, no, actually, I'm from half Korean, half Pakistani, and uh. this happened, that happened. So to save that time, I was like, yeah, I'm from there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is the same case no matter where you're from. All mixed Koreans do the same thing. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm from yeah, there. So, yes, I am Japanese, mm. yes. You know, <laughs> let's move yes, on. Yeah, exactly. Right? Makes it easier. Mm. So, um, then, so you didn't really face too much discrimination, I guess, based on your looks. Uh, no, no, no. Not really right. in that side. Mm. I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. At first, when I was little, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, no. Mm-hmm. When I go back to Pakistan, when I speak, start speaking Urdu, they they are not like, oh, you can speak Urdu. They're <laughs> like, okay, you can speak yeah. Urdu. But that's all. <laughs> There's no lot, lot sense of surprise. Yeah. 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 Which is probably a little bit different when you speak Korean here, right? Uh, yeah. When I speak Korean, we go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what I was just thinking about. If you, yeah. Yeah. In Korea, like sometimes, like even when I speak Korean, some some people get surprised, but not not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like uh-huh. in Korea, if you don't look Korean, then they will get surprised if you speak uh, yeah. the language for sure. Sure, sure. Like those universal. You have siblings, right? Yeah, we have four. Four total. Me. Yeah. Okay, are they all in Korea now? Uh, one is the youngest one. He's uh-huh. in Pakistan studying. Uh-huh. Okay. And my sister and my brother, uh-huh. his first brother, they're here. Mm-hmm. Do they want to come here or they just like followed your parents? Or? No, no, they, they are working here. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. my sister, she's also from the same advertising company. Uh-huh. She's working there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my brother is teaching English mm-hmm. here. So, so Teaching here. English? Yeah, teaching English. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, Does, did he learn English in international school or something uh, like that? Yeah, I was going to ask. Because like, usually they have a, rec- like a requirement to be from a native English-speaking country, for example. Uh, he stayed in England for some time, mm-hmm. and uh, he okay. was studying there. So because of that, mm-hmm. he came mm-hmm. back. And before that, he had good good sense of English, too. Mm-hmm. So, Did you eat Korean food growing yeah, up? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, when I was in Pakistan, my mother used to cook. Yeah. It was good. Did your dad like it? Yeah, he enjoys Korean food. Mm-hmm. Over here, too. Sometimes you order Korean food and we enjoy it. Mm-hmm. We wait for our mothers to come back and cook for us. And oh. like, ooh, <laughs> Korean food. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So how was it for your dad when you came here to Korea? Were your, I guess we'll just say your parents. Um, was your mom supportive of you coming to Korea? Did your dad feel like you were leaving something behind to come no, to Korea? No, no, no. He, he knew that we have better future here. Mm. So uh, they never so this was us. more for economic reasons? Yeah. So mm. they, they never stopped us. Mm-hmm. There. And they were more like, wherever you want to go, go. Mm. Yeah. But we are always there. So yeah. and they, they never stopped us. They ended up following you guys? Or you guys no, no, actually my dad. Or before? My, we went to Pakistan. My dad was working there, yeah. but his business collapsed. Mm. So then he started to do business with Pakistan and yeah. Korea. Ah, okay. So he moved to Korea to yeah. do the business. Yeah. 
at that time we were already studying there and we didn't know Korean yeah. and we were really into Urdu language. Mm. So he said, it's better for you guys to finish language. Yeah. And if you want to come, then come. So my dad was working in Korea, coming back to Pakistan, mm -hmm. doing business in Korea again. And then we grew up and we moved to Korea too. Mm -hmm. So my mother is kind of going, what gata, what gata. Uh -huh. <laughs> Is um, it typical for uh, Pakistani people to do business in Korea? I know, like, for example, if you go to like Dongdaemun, and Dongdaemun, Margo. Itaewon. I mean, it is Itaewon, but there's a section in Dongdaemun mm. where they have, uh, they call it like Little Russia, yeah. where you have all like Russian speaking Korean uh -huh. or like Central Asia business people because mm. business is very good between yeah. those countries and Korea. Yeah. And so it's not too uncommon that you meet people from, you know, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan uh. in this area because of business, even if they don't have direct ties to Korea. Right. Is that a similar case with Pakistan mm, and Korea? No, they, they don't have that good strong mm -hmm. relationships. So uh, specifically because your mom is Korean that your dad started doing business here as well? Uh, yeah, we can say that. No. Mm. He, he found it, okay, there are some things which I can get from Korea to Pakistan. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I said, Let, why not try it? Mm -hmm. So now he do it from here to Pakistan to Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. And yeah, these two countries. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. Growing up, how did you view yourself? Did you consider yourself as Pakistani? Did you consider yourself as Korean? Because you had Korean citizenship as well. Uh, I, I always had that sense that I'm not from there. Mm. Like in Pakistan, maybe people made me believe that too, mm. or and myself too, the families too maybe. But I always got the sense that, okay, I'm not from here. Mm. And when I came to Korea, it's still the same. <laughs> it still feels the same that, okay, I, maybe I'm not from here. Yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I can say I'm from everywhere and I'm not from anywhere. So. I'm, I'm curious why you felt like that in Pakistan. Like what contributed to you feeling like you don't belong there? Mm. Uh, mostly because of my Korean background. Mm. Yeah. I'm not saying it that I like not being from there. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more like I just have the sense that maybe I don't belong there. Uh, so okay. because I I know I don't know I cannot explain that. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. How, how maybe to the culture that. in your own household maybe can maybe. contribute to that. Yeah. Maybe because of my mother's culture was too different, so mm -hmm. I always felt like okay, I, we don't do things like this. Mm -hmm. It's way different from others. Yeah. Maybe mm -hmm. like that. What are some differences? I don't know too much about Pakistani culture. Yeah. Uh. Do you guys have any idea about Indian culture? I do, a little Sadly, bit. Yeah. Like 60%, 70% uh, Okay. So because India, Pakistan, and Bangladesh, mm -hmm. they were all together first, yeah. called Hindustan. Mm -hmm. okay. And they got divided, and then got separated. So they still share the same cultures, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. family cultures. It's 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 Asian culture. Yeah. Be you can see the same familyism in Korean and in Pakistani, mm. but having a girlfriend or boyfriend, mm. it's kind of taboo over there mm -hmm. really yeah now the news generation yeah and those people to be honest who have more exposure for internationally right they think differently okay but pure typical pakistanis yeah. they they cannot take it if if a girl likes some guy outside and outside of pakistan no 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 <laughs> outside of the house oh okay i'm so sorry oh. okay. outside of the house so uh, yeah. they're not supposed to like anybody yeah they're not supposed to. if they talk about someone else, the families can be really involving in it. Oh, they so can ask the other people to come and talk about this matter. It's <laughs> oh wow, it's a huge serious, matter. Yeah. There. Oh, yeah. No. So uh, how how does it happen? How does uh how do we, how do relationships or marriages yeah, happen? How does it even happen? Yeah. Is it usually arranged? Yeah, mostly arranged. Ah. And within the families, in cousins. No. No yeah. way. In Muslims, they can do marriage in cousins. No way. Cousins? Yeah. yeah, cousins. Really? Do you think your your family will do that to you? Uh, my <laughs> dad was totally against about it. Really? Okay. Because he knows it, how it affects the next generation. Mm -hmm. And he never liked it because it's... Can you beep something? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> because it was it gets so fucked up. Mm -hmm. yeah. The families get so fucked up. So yeah. he said, I don't want in family at all. Really? Uh, just I'm going to stay away from it as mm. much as possible. When you say it gets all like this... What do you mean? Are you talking about genetically or are you talking plus, about plus, family drama? Yeah. Family drama and genetically. Mm. Both of it. It gets so bad. Mm. Like, And there's this thing. Oh, we gave you our daughter. So you have, we gave you our son. So your daughter come to us. You have to take our daughter too. 
So it's there's a term which is called vatasata. It means that, for example, I have a daughter, and there's another. You have a daughter too, yeah. and I have a son, and you have a son it's too. It's like trading property. <laughs> exactly. Oh. So oh, you gave it. me okay. your daughter. Yeah. So I have to take responsibility of her now. Yeah. My son gonna take responsibility. So I will say that. If I don't find anyone for my daughter, I will say take my daughter too. Whoa. That happened in my our family. It's like a an eye for an eye, sort of, <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a weird way. Oh my word! This is really hard for me yeah. to wrap my head around. Actually, I'm so Just, do the women even have any say in that? What if they're like? Do I, the guys have say? I in don't it either, like him. Um, nobody has say except yeah, for the parents. Exactly, Dang. and the familyism in Pakistan. The older you are the more control you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's age. I mean, that's kind of similar here as yeah. well. Mm, so. This is... Uh, this is frankly uh, boggling, mind-boggling. Yeah, it's very, very fascinating. Yeah, wow, so you got pretty lucky because <laughs> you got out of marrying your cousins. <laughs> also, uh-huh. uh, would you... Would, does your dad believe in arranged marriages at all or no he's in for all of the siblings he's really open about it okay. so he's pakistani he's muslim yeah. but we are lucky that he's not typical he have really really extra open mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's muslim and he don't care if my mother eats pork mm-hmm. yeah he's okay with that like mm-hmm. if Dang. you eat pork in islam they will kill you mm-hmm. yeah and or they will be like if they ate pork by mistake they're gonna start crying <laughs> that oh my god I ate that please mm. forgive me it's okay if they rape someone it's okay if they have sex with multiple mm. women if it it's okay if they drink which are all uh, there's a term which is called haram mm. there are things which you're you're not allowed to do in Islam yeah mm-hmm. but if they touch pork they'll go crazy so so really, interesting uh, it's bad so um. Right now, I know in, uh, let's say, India especially is in the spotlight where they are having problems with very public gang rapes Mm. and no justice being done. Some people say it is because of like an anti-woman culture, quote unquote. Some people say it is because of the religion. What do you think having lived in Pakistan, you know, where culturally maybe very close to India. Is there a similar culture there, first of all? About public ga- gang rapes? No. It's, it's not. There are rapes issues. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are. Mm-hmm. But more on the dark side. They hide. Mm-hmm. They do it. But they usually hide. They mm-hmm. don't do it in public. Is it a pervasive problem? This, this is what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a problem there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, Now and then you hear news, okay, a little girl mm-hmm. got abducted got raped Mm -hmm. and thrown outside Mm -hmm. and she's dead Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm talking about five years old six years old Mm -hmm. and not just the girls boys too Mm -hmm. so so this is you're saying is a pervasive problem maybe it's not as obviously highlighted no it's highlighted in not, not highlighted on the news okay more on social media but people know people know what is causing this what do you think it is I know this is like a very big question, but I'm just curious from um, the point of view of someone who has lived in Pakistan, what do people say is this, like the the center of this problem? I think not having the exposure of a woman, Mm. uh, not like in body-wise, but more of a, I lived there and I got the same same thinking too mm. because i grew up over there right, right. so our schooling system is totally different you are not you are not allowed to go mm-hmm. to the girl section mm-hmm. and the boys are not allowed to go to girl section because of that you know when we are growing up we always are curious about mm-hmm. what are these things mm-hmm. right, exactly right. so that's how we grew up and if you don't have exposure till 30 years mm. <laughs> so 30 years? 30 years, you're separated. And mm. those cases were are actually from those places, Mm-mm. which is not from the main cities. Mm-mm. So other places, for example, there are some towns, some villages, and this kind of culture is really extra strong over there. Mm-hmm. So they're not supposed to talk in public to the girl. If there's a girl walking, you cannot go and talk to her. Mm-hmm. It's really offensive over there. Mm. So I think because of that, they made the urge in them mm-hmm. to do something. 
And, and when something is repressed for long enough, yeah, it's like a it pressure comes cooker. Out, exactly. And it will explode. Mm. So I think the society is the thing which made them to be like that. Mm-hmm. If the society is more expressive, they let you experience things. You, you They are human beings, so you, you get together, you know, get to know each other. Mm. Second thing, there's no sex education over there. Mm. In Pakistan, it's it's taboo. They, they don't talk about sex at all. If you have any sex education, I think then it can be better. Plus the society too, that pressure cooker, what you said, mm-hmm. just said. Mm-hmm. So I think these are the two issues, I think. Mm-hmm. And you don't think any of that is linked to any religion? No, it's Because this Islam, is, a, I, I think, unfortunate connection some in, people might make, right. especially in the Western world. Yeah, in Islam, it's, you can well, get in, your head shot. It's not even like yeah, yeah. Islamic, it's mainly Hindu? Hinduism. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hinduism. Even in Hinduism, it's it's not allowed to do any this kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. In in Muslims, you can get your head chopped for that, mm-hmm. but people do that, and those people usually do more who are more Muslim. Mm-hmm. There are two kind of Muslims. Mm-hmm. One is made from society, and one which are made from the religion. Mm-hmm. So those who are made from religion, they are very different than those who are from the society. And society Muslims, God. They mm. are bad. Mm. They are, and they are the one who usually touched my mother too. Mm-hmm. So they they live in mosque. They are supposed to be the saints. <laughs> they are right. supposed to be the most pure person. But no, they are the one who do these things. There were cases where in the mosque they raped the five year old. That's crazy. So that's crazy. So you're saying there's a difference between people who truly believe in the stuff exactly. and then people who just pretend or they just follow the rules. Like I guess in any religion mm. this hypocritical Yeah, behavior. there's always like those people that just like pretend, you mm. know, like I'm just thinking of like even in the Christian religion, talking sure. about the Pharisees. Mm. Like the Westboro Baptist Church in mm. the US that pretend to be Christians mm-hmm. or they say they're Christians and then they like yell like crazy mm. very racist things yeah. to I think anyone who is educated mm. in Muslim Islam, they are way better. Um, there are some Muslims, when you talk to them, you will not feel that they are that media Muslims mm. at all. Like okay. When you talk to them, you feel like, okay, this guy is really chill, man. Yeah. We have to hang out. We have to drink some beers. He will <laughs> not drink it, right. but he will go with you. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> I like that distinction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, there's really good Muslims too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they have knowledge. They understood. They they changed with time. They they changed their religion with time too. Mm-hmm. But those Muslims who stayed with the old times, they 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 just destroy everything. Perhaps destroy because so much of society is is built on those kind exactly. of mm-hmm. ideals and it's very hard to to change mm-hmm. what society is all built on. So again, it's kind of a systemic issue, huh? Yeah, societal it problem. Like, yeah, it sounds like, <clears throat> from what I heard, mainly just like the structures that are in place with separating mm-hmm. guys and girls mm-hmm. forever <laughs> until your parents decide to marry you exactly. off to a cousin or whatever. That sounds <coughs> yeah. like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I and mean, it, I don't know how you would approach and that. And the interesting part that. is, this is also not in allowed in Muslim that you just arrange marriage your kids. Mm. If the girl likes someone, she can she can talk to her dad and get it decided and they get married or if their daughter says i don't want to marry it's not allowed that you force them to get married Mm. Mm. but because of society they totally changed it i see okay so they don't do Mm. both of the things they are like they just find someone and make them to get married so Mm. islam is less involved than society Mm -hmm. pressure Mm -hmm. i see where that's going well, there's this, I think many people do not see that distinction. Again, coming from a Western point of view, maybe here even in Korea, when people say Muslim, sometimes there is this, uh, maybe not always outright spoken, but a blanket statement that says all oh, Muslim is like this. Exactly. Because of how media can portray these certain incidents that come up, mm-hmm. for example. What have you experienced in Korea have you ever had this discussion about Islam religion, Muslim people, to your Korean friends or Korean society here? Yeah, sometimes with people. I discussed about it with my friends too. Yeah. That how different it is. And people think that, okay, it's Muslim country, so it's going to be really bad. It, it's a mistake. It's a, that, I think that's the wrong idea they got. Mm-hmm. Islam itself is not bad. Right. I, I live there. And... I can say with 100% assurance that Islam itself is not bad. Right. It's not bad at all. It's a society which made it bad. Mm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's the people. I people think that's with any religion that I, I I tend to see. Like I think mm-hmm. most religions are good, but it's always like it gets corrupted by people Be- trying people. to use exactly. it to manipulate their exactly. own agenda. It's like if you look at the Catholic Church back yeah, in the day, yeah, yeah. they were trying to sell salvation to like right. peasants to make a ton of money mm-hmm. off of like a religion. And I, I feel like that happens with any ideology or religion in general. Mm-hmm. It's always generally uh, for a good purpose, and then people just get involved, and then they kind of ruin it and corrupt they have, it. Yeah, their own selfish, ulterior motives. Exactly. And so, yeah, so this is what happens. I can give you a really good example. Yes. And people think that in Arab, Arab from people from Arab or Muslims, they can marry four women, right? It's mm. it's really mm-hmm. open with people. In Islam, it's written that you can you can marry four women because before that there was no restriction. You can marry anyone. Any, however you want, and mm-hmm. anyone, literally anyone. Mm-hmm. If you have hundred, no one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. So then it got restricted on Islam that you are only allowed to f- marry four women. Mm-hmm. But there's one condition: if the first one gives you the permission to marry the second one, mm-hmm. and for the third one, both of them gives you permission to marry the third one, mm-hmm. and uh, goes and so for on. the fourth mm-hmm. one. But people, what they did. They just read you're allowed to marry four. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They just discarded the conditions. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, four women, baby. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they have four women. That's true. In Arab countries, you find four women mm-hmm. under them, and mistress too. Mm-hmm. So this is nuts. Seriously, I feel like I'm seeing like something totally different. It's just yeah, it's just completely different. Yeah, it's very than, different than what I'm used to. How are you able to? Walk the line between this society and then also the Christian ideals that your mom was teaching you. My parents have a big role in it. Because mm. of their open-mindedness, it helped us to grow in a different way. We, I lived in Pakistan, but at the same time, I was thinking differently. And then I moved to Korea. It changed. Everything changed. So now I, don't, I cannot say at all that I think like Koreans or I think like Pakistani. It's totally different now. Mm. And I'm happy that things changed for me. It helped out. And I think, yes, my parents were the main thing because of that. Mm-hmm. It changed everything. Mm-hmm. Coming to Korea, did you change the way you thought about yourself or about your surroundings the people around you mm. did it have an effect on your worldview uh, yes i the first time i came it changed the first time when i came out from the korea i saw a girl in skirt and i was like whoa okay <laughs> <laughs> man that's good <laughs> That's that's true. That's true. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. but <laughs> but now I guess yeah, you never would have experienced that anywhere else. Probably seeing, not. Like, yeah. yeah, I I was like so in funny. in a dorm, like sitting here. Yeah. I never saw any girl with with a skirt on it. Mm. And then all of a sudden, I step out and there's a skirt. And I was like, woohoo, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about that with my friends. <laughs> I have a good story. <laughs> Because, for example, you see a naked woman running in the street. Right. It's you don't see it every day. No, right? no you yeah. don't see it at all. Yeah. So you're gonna talk to your friends about it. Right. The right. Same thing happens. Yeah. To coming me. from you know that yeah. background, where yeah, exactly. I, what's it like over there? It's like, are you in? Um, are women in full? Some of them. Okay. But some of them are. Ve- they use jeans too, jeans okay. and pants. It's yeah. It's a little westernized. Okay. Just the main cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they wear their own clothes, which is shalwar kameez, as I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, skirt was totally different. Okay. So after coming here, I I didn't go nuts. Like, okay, I'm going to follow everyone. Right. But <laughs> I was more like, I was with dad, and mm. I saw him, how he reacts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was really calm, really natural. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing happens. Nothing. Right. It doesn't care at all. Mm-hmm. And from there, I started learning it. Okay, this is, I was, I think, 18 years old. Then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a youngster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Ah, that's very significant the fact that your dad gave you that kind of example that's really yeah i, I feel like this is like that missing piece you know yes. so the school is not providing yeah. sex ed okay then you also have this incredible separation so even out of just natural growing up together with each other you still you don't get that learning about each other right. but having the father figure especially who is showing his son this is how you treat women mm. i feel like that is kind of a missing piece and so that's so significant that you even mentioned that and you think that it seems that your parents had a huge influence on just the way that you think and the yeah, way that you exactly. interact yeah. with people. Yeah, in a way, like I'm really kind of envious that you're able to have so many different, like a like a mixture yeah. of different influences, yeah, cultures, yeah. languages, religion. 
And then, like, also to, like, forge your own, like, new identity out of it. You know, because you were saying earlier that you don't um, identify with Pakistani culture. And you came to Korea and you realized that you, uh, you know, you weren't one of the Koreans. I, I, maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. But, like, it's really cool how you're kind of just, like, creating your own identity and, like, your own perspective and just have, like, that knowledge of all these different aspects of life. I think going through different religions and cultures, <clears throat> and plus because I got influenced from my parents, they opened up my mind. Mm. And instead of just going with one direction, I said, okay, I'm going to get more exposure. Yeah. Mm. So first time coming to Korea, it kicked me. Okay, I need more exposure. Yeah. And I started looking more things, getting into more things. And now I'm in that state that I love every religion, and I think I can find God in every religion instead of just following one religion. It's more like I go to mosque, I go to church, I go to temple. I'm, uh, by the way, I'm really influenced by Buddhist, Buddhism, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I really love it. It's a really beautiful religion. If I go there, wherever I said, sit, and he's there, and he's saying, oh, so today you came here to meet me. So yeah. <laughs> I'm more like that guy. Okay, I'm going to, yeah. I'll go anywhere, you'll be there. So mm-hmm. this from this thing, and a lot of cultures. Uh, I lived in, I think, for two years, I was in Hungary and Serbia, too in Europe so from there I got I got exposure too mm-hmm. and now I can proudly say that I have really open mind mm-hmm. and I can absorb anything mm-hmm. I I don't think anything negative in a negative way they talk about Islam I can give you a positive something if they talk bad about a Christian I can give you positive about it if you're thinking wrong about it I can tell you the right one if you are mistaken I will tell you what was the mistake so I don't fight with that. This, If someone comes up and say, oh, you are like this, I like that. I'm like, yes, I am like that. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you why I'm like that. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why you think like that. <laughs> <laughs> and you will think differently after I tell you. <laughs> you will think <laughs> <laughs> So it's like that. I see. you. I, in this case, you're very like your mom, huh? <laughs> come over here. Come, come here. <laughs> I'll fight you. <laughs> wow, I really like that. And I, I think um, being able to find this... this um, I guess balance in these extremes, in these dualities. Yeah. You know, I, f- I think that's very important. And I imagine a lot of that comes from just the household you were in. Do you think um, that is specifically because of just how your parents raised you? Or do you think this is because of an exposure to two different cultures from such a young age? I think I'll give the credits to my parents. Hmm. Uh, I lived till 18 in in Pakistan. Mm. So most of my strong ambitions are from Pakistan. Mm. Uh, how I think, I, I, I think I can say that that is from Pakistan how I think. But how it ch- later on changed because of Korea. Mm. But main main pillars were my parents. Mm-hmm. They, they taught me how to think like that. Mm-hmm. It's really very touching. My last question is for... Um, Maybe if your siblings have never come to Korea or if there are other, let's say, mixed Koreans who have never come to Korea. um, Since you actually came here and you have now experienced both cultures in both countries for, let's say, yeah, let's say for mixed Koreans who maybe have spent their whole life in one country. Would you encourage them to come to Korea? And if so, why? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's. It's lifetime opportunity. First, you get to travel. And I love traveling, and I will always suggest someone to travel. Second, get out from your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Look outside what's there. You think that what what is around you is the whole world. That's how the world works. But no, it doesn't work like that. You have to come out from that line and see literally how the world works. And once you're outside, then you will experience the wonders that, okay, that's how the worlds work mm. i was missing so much like literally so much i missed so much so after coming out i realized that and i started to search for it more and more and i'm happy that i came out so i will say the same thing go out learn look around and just absorb things mm-hmm. would you have come to korea if your mom wasn't korean uh i have no idea i cannot <laughs> say that maybe maybe i never had could have had no idea about is there a Korea and I will be there in one day. Not, not at all. I cannot say that. I think it's a good thing that she was Korean and I got a way to think about it too. Mm-mm-mm. So, for example, if if my mother was Japanese or Chinese or 
Afghanistan, from Afghanistan, then I will be thinking about Afghanistan, not Korea. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, it was a good thing that she was Korean. And mm-hmm. I got a chance to come here. Yeah. <laughs> come here, see the women's skirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the wonders. Yeah, I can <laughs> Well, Sangmin, thank you so much for sharing all of that. It was really, really interesting. You know, I, I, we have never met anyone who's Korean Pakistani. Mm-hmm. I, the closest yeah. is my friend, who he's Korean, but he was born and raised and spent most of his life in Pakistan because his parents were missionaries there. Uh-huh. So I would talk to him, and that was very interesting. And in some ways. Yeah, in some ways, what she he he said kind of mirrored the things that you shared with us today. But it is significantly different, I think, having a, a mixed home in Pakistan. So it was very interesting and insightful to hear all of that. So thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Yeah, why don't you plug your YouTube channel here so people can know uh, where to find you if they want to okay, learn more about Okay, but Sunday. most of the things are in Urdu. I don't know. You guys will understand. But well, I knows? definitely won't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that Just with certainty. One of my six languages. Yeah. <laughs> I will put subtitles if you guys want to. But anyways, <laughs> if you want to, you can search me under Sungmin Space and Life, and you will see a goofy, uh, what is it called? Animation, not animation, a picture, mm-hmm. a cartoon, yeah, yeah. which is me, by the way. <laughs> so don't laugh a lot on it. <laughs> and you will find a lot of fun videos mm-hmm. about me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you guys heard it from him himself. If you're interested in Sungmin, you can check out his YouTube channel. So that's it. We're going to wrap up the episode here. Sungmin, thank you very much. Come and thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, no, thank you for sharing your insights. Anytime. Yeah, I, yeah. I really learned a lot today. Yeah. I was so excited ever since I met you on set. I think I told you guys. Yeah. The, I told the team like. She right always away. tells all of us. I do. just like, okay, cool. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> it was so great that we could actually make this happen. Jay, thanks so much for being here today. Yes. That was kind of. Uh, I felt like there was a no, little extra sauce on that. No, it wasn't pointed. No, yeah, not at all. there was a little sauce on that. Let me say it one more time. Jay, thanks so much for being here today. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. Well, as always, it's a pleasure. And thank you guys for listening to the Happy Project podcast. You can always get in touch if you have your own story to share. Or you've just got fan mail or questions. You can email us at thehappyproject at gmail.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Happy Project, where we've got more stories there. Also, the Instagram under the same handle. Thanks for listening. We are... Are the, the happy, happy project. project. Within the family, the culture. Okay, I'm I'm running out of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we okay. need to get him some water. Yeah, so sorry. Water I should have offered you before we came. No, it's okay. It's okay. Okay, so we're. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're such a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just got water. <laughs>